Today's show is a super cool, casual, unstructured chat with domain investor Braden Pollock. He has no NDAs on his sales, so for a change, you get to see one investor look at a year's worth of sales and really discuss the trends he's seeing, the different um, options that he had in selling, and see a bigger perspective from one person's point of view. Enjoy the show. First, serious about online trading? Secure your funds, keep your merchandise safe, and use a company that keeps the buyer and seller protected the whole way through. That's escrow.com. Payments you can trust. FD was built by domain investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails. Manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E-F-T-Y. FT.com. Hey, Sherpa Network. I'm Tess Diaz, executive producer of DomainSherpa.com. And today, we're joined by Braden Pollock. Hi, Braden. How you doing? Great. (laughs) Love the energy you bring. It was fabulous to see you and your lovely wife, Lisa, in Lisbon uh, and on the beaches of Portugal. Uh, What a great conference, eh? Yeah, and beautiful. I'd never been to Portugal at all, and Lisbon is awesome. Really? You guys travel a lot. Yeah, but never made it. Portugal is kind of difficult to get to. It's like flying to Africa. There's no direct flights from here from L.A., oddly. Uh, at least none that I found. So it was like 20 hours door to door. Yeah, it's a but, long haul. But worth the trip. I mean, beautiful. And and surprisingly inexpensive for a coastal European city. It's actually the uh, the cost of living is the most affordable for a capital city in Europe. Um, yep. It was just spectacular. Everything. Yeah, you, you, can, you could, you know, we Ubered everywhere. And an Uber ride that was maybe half an hour was like, five euros yeah yeah and the and as you're both vegan right Mm -hmm. and you just had like unlimited amazing food right yeah a lot of a lot of vegan restaurants in Lisbon yeah um a lot of great Facebook posts (laughs) I can't help myself (laughs) well Braden that's the really unique thing about you is that not only do you have such charisma but you're really open and sharing what's going on. And that's really what's happening on our show today too. You know, most, um, most domain transactions at the higher level are private for a variety of reasons, but you are uniquely situated actually in that domains, first of all, is not your primary business, but you're still a top expert in the domain business. You got a lot of smarts there, bud. Smoke um, <laughs> and Um, I don't believe it for a minute. Um, but on top of your expertise, you also, I suppose with your extensive legal background, you prefer, um, all your sales be public. So let's talk about them, especially the bigger picture, you know, on Domain Sherpa all the time, we have people who may share one sale and sometimes they'll share the specific domain. Other times they'll say, you know, it was a three letter.com or a short one word dictionary word. Um, and so this is really neat that we can see a scope together of what's been going on more or less the last year from one individual's perspective. This is really special. And I think, um, again, thank you for your openness in educating uh, the domain community. Um, well, when I, uh, when I do deals, a lot of my, my six-figure deals, it's you know, just the lawyers talking. And I always get this contract back on the other side with all this confidentiality. And I just strike through all those clauses and send it back. And then inevitably, they're like, wait, what, what, why are you striking through the confidentiality? And I explained to them, look, I'm a domain investor. And, you know, if these sales are private, then we don't have comps. And we need comps for the industry. And I said, this is what I do. And, you know, I need to give back to the industry. And, and so I want to provide these comps. And, you know, they, it ruffles feathers. Um, but they, nobody has ever gone away. No one has said, but fine, then we won't do the deal. Now, 
that said, there are sometimes there's slivers of confidentiality. So there might be, what, what I'll do is I can't announce it for 30, 60, 90 days. Okay. I can't announce who the buyer is. Well, I don't care about that, right? It, that's, that's not relevant. A little delay is no big deal. And who the buyer is, usually you find out who the buyer is anyway, eventually when they put the website up. You're going to go to their website. <laughs> sometimes not. My, my Q.org sale, I don't think anybody knows who that buyer is. The um, letter, the one letter, Q. Yeah. Q.org. Yeah. You sold. Yeah. So, so that, that, for example, I don't think you can figure out who, who the buyer was that I dealt with. And that's, that's fine, right? But the price is still out there. The sale is out there. And so now we have that comp. Um, so, so those are kind of the slivers of confidentiality that, that usually is a workaround to kind of a broad NDA. Mm -hmm. uh, Do you think it's because of your legal, I mean, I feel like you um, are, how many offices do you have? You have dozens of employees. You're yeah. in the middle of buying your fifth office. Uh, um, fourth. So we're opening our fourth office. Um, so we have two in LA, one in New York, one in, uh, opening one in, in the Bay Area. And, and those are uh, direct companies that I, that I control. And then there are course offices for companies that I've invested in but maybe I own 35% as an example so okay. I don't really count those I don't count those staff that's that staff in there. <laughs> well um uh I'm wondering do you think when people are dealing with you that they're aware of your legal expertise and they and that factors into why they agree or do you think that anybody who just really sticks to it people will work <laughs> I don't, I don't know if they Googled me or they know, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Um, particularly if it's lawyers dealing with, you know, I have a lawyer that will deal with their lawyer. Um, but I've, I've read a lot of contracts and negotiated a lot of contract. And, and so, you know, that's, that's, those are my terms. Um, and I mean, look at the end of the day, if someone said we're walking away from this half a million dollar deal, then, you know, maybe I would cave. But so far in my entire career selling names and I've sold, you know, many hundreds and hundreds of names, it hasn't happened. Okay. All right. Well, um, what's the vegan term? Because I think it's time to get to the meat and potatoes. You have, you have a term for that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, tofu and uh, <laughs> what kind of meat? It can be beyond meat. <laughs> All right. Um, so you sold, and again, this is your really an ancillary business for you and something that I think is it just kind of a side hustle. I mean, I don't, I, I, I spend, um, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes a day on average. That's mostly just reading the blogs. Um, I'm always bidding on names. Um, and, uh, of course, try, and I, and I answer my own uh, inquiries. But it's all template responses, so it's pretty quick. Um, so I don't spend a lot of time. I certainly spend much more time on, on everything else. So yeah, it it is a side hustle. All right. Well, not too shabby for a side hustle. And I know what a passion project it is for you. You know, someone commented when you were—I forget if you were—I think you were speaking, not moderating—at um, the conference in uh, this summer, and. Uh, Lisa was there watching you, taking notes, and it was just really neat to see that even though this isn't your primary thing, how much of a passion it is for you and um, how much it's a, it's a part of who you are, I think. Um, so super cool. No question. no question. I wear Morgan's uh, hashtag Demainer t-shirt proudly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, shout out to Morgan, um, who suggested this interview for us. Um, thanks, Morgan. Although I didn't get a t-shirt. <laughs> um, well, I'm not kidding, but um, okay. Tofu time. Um, so tell us, um, let's hear it. What, um, you know, so it's kind of end of Q2. You want to go Q2 to Q2 or just wow us now. This is the time. What are um, some sales you want to talk about? Well, we can talk about last year. We can talk about what I've done the first half of this year. Uh, I like it. Too. 
What, what would you like? Um, what is the biggest sale that you've done in the last year? The biggest sale that has uh, closed because I've got some deals that are oh, open. Fire. So I've, I mean, I've got an, I've got an option on a name. Um, I think it's an $800,000 sale, um, but it, it hasn't, um, they've only, they've only paid about 10 grand for the option. So they've yet to really purchase the name. Okay. So, so that's uh, not listed anywhere in my sales, of course. Um, I, I do list uh, sales that have payment plans. If okay. They've, I'll wait until there's some significant payments that have happened, um, and then I'll, I'll list them. Um, I don't always announce them. You know, I don't necessarily email it to Ron yet. Um, but so the biggest, biggest sale last year was, I just mentioned, it was Q.org um, at 500000 Okay, and tell us about that real quick. Um, what can I tell you? Um, I paid twenty grand for that name, um, and I had it for a year and a half. So, pretty good. I, have a I cannot believe you could buy a one character dot org, like in the last two and a half years, for only twenty grand. Um, if you buy, well, I bought a, a large portfolio of names. They weren't all, they weren't all 20, you know, Q is a, is not the best letter necessarily. Um, but I, but I bought a portfolio, including some single character orgs that were six figures. Okay. So Are a, there 26, um, you know, one letter dot orgs out there? You know um, how like one, one letter dot coms, there are only three. And um, what's I, I, I bought them from the registry. What? So I, I bought them directly from PIR, so they were not yet released. Oh, the whole package of what you bought. Yeah. So, so I'm the original registrant. Oh, that's a big deal. Okay. And then, um, and then you sold it on all your sales are inbound inquiries, right? You're not. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not willing to work that hard. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're gonna say lazy. It's fine. I'm lazy. Yeah, they're all they're all inbound. You're not shopping them around. Um, I don't I don't shop them, and I don't have any brokers that are working my names either. Okay. All right. And the, and the reason the re, there's a you know, strategy behind it, it while, and I and I'm and I, I'm not gonna say that this is the best strategy because there's certainly people like like Drew and people that are turning names and and they're making a lot of money doing outbound. And um, certainly there's a possibility of finding a buyer that would pay the price that I, that I want for a name. Um, however, I see domains for the most part as appreciating assets. And so I wait, I wait for the inbound offer. And if it doesn't sell this year, it might sell in a few years, but it's probably gonna be worth more in a few years anyway. So like I said, not necessarily the best strategy for everybody, but this strategy doesn't require much work. So I go with it. And for this being, you know, something on the side that you do with so many other projects in the fire, it makes sense for yeah. you. And that's, I, I, think, I could, I could give them the brokers and I've had some conversations uh, about a couple names with, with brokers that, that want to represent that particular name. Um, and, and I might do it. Um, certainly if a broker, brokers reach out to me all the time because they have buyer requests um, certainly if they, if they, if they have a request for my, a name that I own, then by all means, um, I'm not paying a commission in, in that case, but if they, if they have a buyer request, they want, you know, I don't know, a FinTech name or a, you know, a, a, oh, Drew reached out to me and it was like a, a pet company or something like that yeah. looking for names. And, um, I said, I have leash.com. Great name, right? So, so he'll pitch that. So that, that happens all the time, um, but that's still kind of inbound, right? A broker reach out sure. to me. What names do you have that fit this kind of category? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, so Q.com. Q.org. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, Q.org. Um, what, um, anything interesting about the negotiation? 
Uh, yeah, actually, it happened really fast. Um, the opening offer was uh, 150000 and and I responded, uh, no thanks, that's too low. And that's it. And he came back with, well, what were you thinking? And I said, 500000 and uh, he immediately replied, this is all within minutes. He replied with, well, I've got uh, approval at 350. Uh, let me go back to the board and, and see if I can get to the 500. Are you willing to hold it for 24 hours? Not that they're flying off the shelves, these names, right? Um, so I said, yeah, I think I can hold on to it for 24 hours. And, and he got back to me in the morning. He said, you know, I got you your 500. And that was it. It was a day. Okay. It, it was like four emails. It was super fast. Then the lawyers and the contracts negotiating, negotiating the, the contract itself and the terms. So that took and, a little while longer. And what were the challenges in negotiating the terms? There weren't nothing. Of no, interest. you know the well. That legal mumbo jumbo. You know, you put you put two lawyers in the room. You're gonna you're gonna get five opinions. So, um, you know, the the. The buyer's lawyer drafted an agreement, sent it to my attorney. There was some back and forth, which I, I don't know if I was copied on. It was sent to me for my signature. I struck the NDA, sent it back, and then I had a little conversation with. So no sticking lawyer. points, just the usual stuff. No. Okay. It was, it was pretty easy. Interesting. And your strategy, I will say for anyone listening, it, you've said before, in terms of dealing with buyers, is that you don't really care who they are or research into that. You just have the price in mind that you know you would sell it for, and it doesn't really matter on your buyer itself, correct? More or less. Um, yes. Although, uh, if I get a high opening offer, I will do some research on that buyer if I know who it is because I want to know if they're serious because there's, I'll tell you every, every uh, buy it now six figure name that someone's clicked through to buy the name right at, at the six figure level, not a single one has, has gone through, right? It's because people are, are confused. They don't read and they put in the information to hit buy it now and then it's never funded. Um, and you know, look, if, if it's from Nigeria or, you know, something like we see a lot of that, you know, I can, I'm going to assume it's not going to go through, but all the time, you know, I mean, I get messages. I just got, a, I got an inquiry today. Somebody's offered me $200 for pineapple.com. Right? Um, I own cardful.com. I've gotten a number of messages, people asking if they can be picked up in Nairobi and dropped off somewhere else. It, they're not reading it. So a lot of those people will hit buy it now and, and then of course don't fund. Um, so if somebody comes in with, with a substantial high offer, I want to see if this is legit before I continue going back and forth. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah for sure. Okay. Um, so after Q.org, uh, what's, what's the next one you want to talk about? This is really all, all you, you um, pick your list and tell us everything. Okay. So last know. year, Last year, um, I sold <clears throat> foodtrucks.com for $250 um, on a payment plan. I sold packet.com for $350 all cash. Um, I sold a couple of legal names, a package, um, Texas DWI lawyer and Texas DWI attorney.com for $60,000. That was a good sale for that name. Um, I sold a total of 19 names. And some of those were a, a couple of grand a piece. Um, there's some legal names that are, you know, duiattorneyphoenix.com. It's not that great. I sold it for um, 2300 bucks or something. Um, looking at my spreadsheet. Uh, I sold trumped.com for 15000 Trumped. Yeah. for 15k very interesting um and then and then there's a bunch of small stuff so 19 names total uh for a, a 1.2 million just just shy 1.198 okay um, so that's so that's gross um after commissions 
And my cost, so my basis on that 1.2 was $79,000. Wow. Um, that is significant. Uh, I, think that's, I think that's the information that people, that other investors would like to know. Yeah, I think for like sure. The kind, of, the kind of spread. Yeah, so $79,000 you invested into these domains. Right, that's not, that, of course, that's not what I spent last year, invested last year. Sure. Um, that's just, that, that's the basis for those names, for those 19 names. Okay, and what's interesting to me, Brayden, a lot of times when we talk, I don't feel like these are names that you bought in, you know, uh, in like, you know, 2002 and you've been holding them. These 19 names, how, what would you say is like the average of how long you've owned them? That is a I good question. I feel like they're um, kind of all fresh. Yeah, I can tell you. So, um, packet.com, I sold for 350 last year. Um, I had it for two years, two years and two months. Okay. Uh, food trucks. So that in June of last year, I had that for thirty. No, sorry, eleven months. Wow. Um, Q.org, I had a a year and a half, uh, less than a year and a half. Other names, some the legal names I've had for a long time. Um, but Actually, those are the smaller I, dollar ones, right? TexasDWILawyer.com. I sold for, um, I sold the set for for sixty thousand, and um, one of them I had for two years, and the other one, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Probably um, a little bit longer, but you know, not not that long. Not at not at all. Yeah, and for nineteen names, you know, that's. Like, forgive me for saying this, but that's not a ton of work for 1.2 million gross. Um, now, it's a lot of expertise that you, you've built your skill set over so many years being involved in the domain industry. But, yeah, it's, it's um, a matter of buying right. Yeah. Right? I make a lot of offers and I pass on a lot of names um, and I turn down a lot of offers. Um, but yeah, yeah and certainly not a lot of time went into those 19 names. I mean... Frankly, I, I, a handful of those. I've got, I've got four dot wine names. Two of them sold on Namejet. Um, you know, a few of those were were buy it now names on After Nick. Um, dot wine, like alcohol wine. Yeah. Okay. You forgot. Oh, I, I, I know you know wine. <laughs> um, um, I, I just. You know the way it's coming through, and for our podcast audience, I wasn't sure if they'd think it was something else. Yeah, but, that wine. Um, and so um, that wine are what are your? You sold two of them this last year. Let's talk about those real quick. Um, I, last last year I sold four of them. Okay. Let's see, yeah, four, two two on Namejet and two to end users. Really? Yeah. And can you share what the names were and their prices? Yeah, uh, serve.wine and five-star.wine, both on Namejet. The, yeah. the number five? Uh, no, spelled out. Okay, serve.wine. So really that, um, what's that phrase people use to show that they match the left of the dot and the right of the dot, they go together? I don't know. It's a synergy. We'll call it a synergy. Okay. Um, I mean, definitely that, that makes sense. It's a logical combination, right? And then five star dot wine. Those both were on Namejet. Nice sales. How much? $99. Okay. All right. And what does a new dot I, mean, I paid, wine? I paid, I paid 30. So, you know, okay. I, this is not, these are names. I was, I, I bought a whole portfolio. I bought six or 700 dot wine names before the release. And I, I didn't, Frankly, I did not do what it was a loss. So I I sold a bunch on dot on Namejet and then and then dropped the rest. And I had very few end user sales. Okay, even though you're in California. Um, yeah, huh. I had I had someone that was working on it with me, and and 
they, they were going to do outbound and didn't. So. Okay. Yeah. I think a portfolio like that would need outbound, especially yeah. for the new TLD. Um, interesting. No, I had a lot of luck with, with, uh, with the new TLDs. I, I've had a few sales, but I, I mean, I haven't purchased many, but it's not been great. I've done a couple acquisitions for companies. Okay. Um, um, what were the two that you did sell to end uh, you? I sold beautiful dot wine oh. and bulk dot wine and I got 500 each for those. Okay. And they both came to you, two separate end users. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Huh. Well, they seem like very separate, separate <laughs> segments, separate thought processes. Um, I think there was one this year. Oh yeah. This year, uh, there was star.wine that sold for 4,000. Interesting. Um, for 4,000. And where did you sell that? Uh, directly through you? Inbound. Okay. And that's star? Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, um, interesting. So um, tell us more about... Um, about a negotiation you think we should hear about. So maybe the, um, the one that you said was a payment plan or... Um... Yeah. Okay, so here's, here's one that, um, since we're talking about new GTLDs, one that probably many have not heard of, Dot .earth. Dot .earth. Who knew? Uh, so it was an inbound. Somebody needed it. They needed new Dot .earth. Needed, had to have it. The name of his company, he was in, I think he's in LA, and he was getting on a plane that night to fly to Amsterdam or something to give a speech about his new company. That was the name of his company, and he had to have it before tomorrow. Oh, no. And I said, well, I don't know anything about this name. <laughs> you know, it hasn't been developed, so it's probably for sale. But I can I can try, but you you want it live because he wanted it live pointing to his site by tomorrow. And I said, All right, well, what's your budget? And he said his budget was uh, it was eighteen eight, I think that was with credit card feeds. So it was like eighteen five or something like that. Um so we agreed on a number that he he was willing to pay, and and I think he might have gotten a quote, and that's that's why it's not a number. I don't I don't remember. Okay. Uh, and so I said, okay, well you're gonna have to pay me now. Like you're gonna need to give me your credit card number. I'm gonna need to run it so that I have the funds so that I can go buy it for you. And if if I can't get it, I'll give you the money back. But this is the only way. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to acquire it on your behalf without you paying me first, right? Sure. And so he said, okay, give me his credit card number on the phone. We ran it, went through, and then I, I contacted the owner and I negotiated with him back and forth and I ended up paying twelve five. Okay, twelve thousand five hundred for new yeah. Scott Earth, especially yeah. in an, you know, I think any Which I think honestly is a lot for that name, but I needed to get it for this uh, buyer today. I needed it right away. And so I, I, I got the deal. But look, I made $6,300, you know, that day. Yeah. And how did you have any concerns about, you know, the um, about the intentions of this buyer? About um, it was through somebody. He was referred to me, and so, you know, I, I talked to the person who referred him, and he said, you can trust this guy. Okay. So, I mean, if he would have done a chargeback, I could have shown them email exchange, and, and the, the uh, name had transferred. Okay. Uh, but it, it wasn't an issue. Never. Okay. He, he, was, he was thrilled, right? Because I, I literally had the name, when I agreed to the terms with the seller, I said, do me a favor. I need, I need this right away. So can you point the DNS to this website right now? Like, sure. I'm like, and look, if something falls apart, you can change it tomorrow. 
Hmm. Um, and so, so he did. And so I emailed my buyer and, you know, it was like an hour or two later, like, check it out. And I, I, I had, you know, new.earth. I'm like, click the link and, um, you know, pointed to his website. So he was thrilled. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that, that was my, um, quick fix in case that, in case the DNS didn't, didn't propagate quick enough. Mm-hmm. At least we had that redirect. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. So he, he was good the next day. Hmm. And, you know, I think that's a big deal when, um, you know, when something is time sensitive, that they can know that you can, you know, that a broker can manage that differently than you can on your own. Also, it sounds like this was for, you know, pretty, from what I'm looking at about, you know, what, what was up on the site, um, which has been taken down, but I bet there's a reason for that uh, from what I'm seeing. Oh, I, don't, I haven't. I haven't looked at it since. But yeah. he, he he certainly doesn't understand the process, so he could not. Even if he had done the deal directly himself, he he could have saved some money, but he wouldn't have gotten it done. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I felt like the money that I was making, I could provide this service for him. Yeah, especially. I mean, so you really you know, for your normal 15 minutes a day of domaining, you really dedicated some time to this. And yeah. Yeah. I put in more that's time. A big deal. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I, and, and, and we got it done. So he was, he was uh, very happy. I mean, there's, there's value. Um, I don't, I don't consider myself a broker. Of course I've done some acquisitions, I you know, one or two a year, but um, there's value in, in hiring somebody that knows what they're doing because it may not be just a clean transfer and you have plenty of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was hired once uh, by a law firm to, as an expert witness. There was some um, uh, cyber squatting, but it was really somebody that had registered a whole bunch of domain names um, that were infringing on somebody's mark. Was, he was pissed at his insurance company, so he registered a bunch of domain names. Ooh. And, and the uh, insurance company sued him and... Um, but the the corporate firm that the insurance company hired didn't know anything about domains, and so they referred to me. And um, so I I wrote up um, it was called an uh, an expert report, and so I wrote my report. And the five domains that they thought he had, he had dozens. So and I found the dozens. Oh no! And then, and then found everything that he had published with their name. Um, because he was, he created a web ring and all these websites. And so he was doing a lot. He had a, 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 a marketing company, digital marketing company. So he'd done all kinds of stuff and I found all of it. And so, you know, they, I found much more than a, they ever would have found, right? They found five names. I found a lot more because they hired somebody that, that knows what they're doing. Right. Uh, then um, they, I had given them some, um, advice on what should be done. I don't even remember now, it was a few years ago. And um, ultimately the insurance company decided that they wanted me to write the demand letter because of all the other things, they, they were just trying to get these names back. And I'm like, well, you got to take down all this content from these websites, you need to undo all this. So I wrote the demand letter for them. I'm sure the law firm punched it up, but um, so we did that. Then and, and then they folded immediately. The other side folded, and so they, the law firm, came back to me and said, "The insurance company wants to hire you as a consultant to make sure that everything gets transferred to them, and everything that in your report that you say should be done actually gets done." Yeah, it's difficult if 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 you don't know what's happening there. Yeah. So they essentially hired me like three times. It was all one billing, but, but for three separate things, because I knew more about, about this area than, than they did. Right. Cause there's a, a corporate firm that doesn't do this, this sort of work. So anyways, that's the value in, in, in hiring somebody like me or, or another domain broker that understands this, this area. Yeah, you, yeah, and when you can combine your expertise with your domain expertise, that's just a slam dunk. And that's what they say, you know, surround yourself with people who are smarter than you are. Now, um, you had mentioned, Braden, um, 
in Lisbon, a um, how you've helped corporations to map out retiring a domain. You want to you want to go. Do you want to finish the sales and do first oh, right. this year, or or you want to be done with yeah, this? Let's uh, finish the sales. What 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 are you holding out on? Uh, no, just just this year. You know, we okay. Can, I can just quickly go over it if you, if you want because you we yeah. we, we teased it at the beginning at the top of the show. Um, all right, so let me let me pull up uh, twenty nineteen purchases or sales rather. Um, all right, so sales thus far this year. Uh, Six hundred and twelve thousand. All right, you're right on track. Um, last year. Yeah, so it's about about the same as last year. Um, there are only two six figure sales. Uh, Parsley.com, which is a payment plan, at three fifty, and Surround.com uh, for one fifty back in January. Okay, and that's uh, cash. Yeah. Everything else is cash. And then there's some five-figure sales. Velvetrope.com at 35000 Loveletter.com at 35000 Breathcheck.com at 20000 Okay. Um, so six, 612 in sales. And my basis was... Uh, 63000 63,000. Wow. Um, and how many domains? 11. 11 domains. Okay. So about, it's similar to last year. Very, very similar. Right. Yeah. This year. Mm -hmm. um, so parsley.com, surround.com. Surround, I think we talked about on a Sherpa already. Um, I'm, I'm actually really interested in these three, you said, uh, the three five figures you mentioned, Velvet Rope, mm -hmm. love it, um, Love Letter, oh, I guess I've got to love that, and what was the third one you said? Breath Check. Breath Check, like yeah. what, is, what is that, like, a, like drunk driving? Breathalyzers. So that actually, so I had um, an ignition interlock company, which, was, which are um, um, car breathalyzers. You have to blow into it sober for your car to start. <laughs> I sold, I had ignitionairlock.com and, um, and several hundred interlock domains. I sold that portfolio a few years ago. Uh, and was there a website and a business that went with it? Yeah, yeah, which is why I didn't report it. But, but I did get a million and a quarter for that portfolio uh, and the okay. websites. Separate um, from the business and separate, the website? Separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Separate from okay. business. That's um, neat that you you pieced out the sale like that, so you can really see. So you got a million and a quarter. Well, really for tax purposes. For the domain names, yeah, good for you. Yeah, is for tax purposes, but um, but yeah, so that, that was kind of parsed out uh, because I wanted to hold back the domain portfolio, and they said no, they wanted the portfolio as well, which makes sense. So I have uh, acquired a couple names for them over the last few years, um, and so they came back to me and they wanted breathcheck.com and I said, what's your budget? And they said, we'll pay 20 grand for it. Um, I said, I, I'm sure I can get it for under 20 grand. It was at, it was at Uniregistry and um, so they just sent me, since I have a long ongoing relationship, they just sent me the 20 grand. And it actually took me a few weeks to get the deal done, uh, and, but I paid 14.5. But they knew it. They they said, here's 20 grand. If you can get it for 15 grand, then you make five. Um, and so anyways, I worked with Jeff Gabriel on it and he, he got it down to 14, five. And so my spread ended up pretty good on that one um, for an acquisition. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. So um, on acquisitions, do you, are you note or, or just in general on sales, are you noticing any trends as you look at this? You're seeing looks like certainly, um, similar ROI and sales volume. What what are you extrapolating from this as a whole? For acquisitions, not just for all your sales, really. Okay, because right, I'm not. But I'm not the person for acquisitions, so I don't I don't do that many. Um, I see the value of of two word .coms going up. 
and I think one one word dot nets I think are increasing. I mean, they took a huge hit, and there there is a lot of competition for from with dot nets because of all the GTLDs out there. Um, so it used to be ten to fifteen percent of the dot com, and and I don't think that's the case anymore. But I've sold some some dot nets for five figures um, that I paid a couple of grand for. Um, so so a decent margin for me. Uh, but but the tour dot coms, you know, they're strong. They're strong. They're they're typically not six figures, but I think there's this twenty five to thirty five thousand um, dollar category for for tour.coms. I, I mean, I, I see kind of several buckets. I see a twenty five hundred to thirty five hundred dollar bucket, right? A lot of names. Most names are sold in that range. And then you've right. got a twenty five to thirty five thousand dollar range uh, where you've got two words and and some dot nets. And then you then you go up there. You got this two fifty to three fifty range, which is most one word dot coms fall into that category. And then and then there's a lot of sales in the two three million dollar range, right? A lot it, relative. Uh, it's a relative term um, relative to other seven figure sales. Um, but, but most of those are not reported because the buyers aren't in the business. It's you know part of the marketing budget, and you know they're in the business doing something else, right? So they don't yeah. want to release that information. You did not tell us any of your .NET sales. What you got? What you holding out on? Um, so this year, I sold a two. I sold divorcelawyers.net. Okay. Um, and and that was uh, sold uh, through Uniregistry. It was a buy now, and I got the email in the morning, and it sold for ninety seven hundred fifty dollars. And I thought, I sold that awfully cheap. Why did I why sell it so cheap? First thought was a mistake. It wasn't. I had had it um, a year and a half, and I paid five hundred dollars for it. And I checked my notes. I had I got it cheap, so I thought, you know what? I'm going to put it back on the market, cheap, and someone's going to pick it up. And that's what happened. Okay. So no work went into that one. Um, yeah, that's an an incredible price. I sold. Oh, here's one. This is a couple years ago. Curate.net. I paid $1,700 for it. I sold it for $12,500. And I didn't have it that long. I want to say less than a year. Wow. The buyer called me some months later. Business went under. Asked if I would buy it back. I offered him $1,500. And I was, I was nice about it. I said, look, you know, I can't give you anything close to what you paid because I'm going to have to resell it. I'll give you $1,500, but try to sell it yourself. You'll get more money if you can sell it yourself. And if you can't, then come back to me and I'm good for $1,500. And uh, he, he tried. So a couple weeks later, he called me back. He said, I can't find anyone to buy it. So I gave him $1,500 and I bought it back. And then you sold it again? No, I still have it. Oh, all right. right. But I'm in the good. <laughs> you sure are. Yeah, maybe it's time to list it with uh, divorcelawyers.net doing so well. So is it two-word.nets as well that you're seeing? Um, .net? Not, not really. With legal names, they're, they're typically two- and three-word. Um, and I sell those. Uh, when you've got, um, with legal names, you've got, a, typically it's appended with you know, lawyer or attorney. Uh, but you've got practice area and you've got geo, right? So you've got uh, divorce. So divorce versus, um, I don't know, uh, real estate. It, real estate is not as developed. It's not uh, as popular of a practice area than divorces or DUI or, or criminal or employment. Or, so there's other practice areas that are, that are bigger and worth more. Like, you know, bankruptcy lawyer is worth more than... Um, patent lawyer. Hmm. Um, so um, I, I look at what the practice area is, and I look at the geo, right? So so Tallahassee is not going to be as valuable as Los Angeles. So and when, you've got, when you've got a good practice area and a good geo, or no geo at all, which, which makes it broader, um, then you can carry a .net or .org. Which okay, and you're coming from you know, a lifetime of legal experience and legal marketing. 
Um, so right. maybe not for everyone, but you found what works for you in your area of expertise. And I think our audience can do the same for themselves. Now, what about um, geos in general? Any thoughts, comments? Um, what, what are you seeing on geos outside of the legal field? I mean, because most people, if you need a lawyer, you need a lawyer for that specific jurisdiction, right? So there's a reason for the geo search. Right. You need one within the state, but people typically want not just in the state, but local. Yeah. But then, so are you seeing geo, do you have any comments on geo outside of the legal field? I know you're talking about uh, like just city specific, like uh, woodlandhills.com. I mean, Woodland Hills. Sure. Or, you know, um, I don't know, Woodland Hills. But, but if it's, but if it's, if it's, you know, Los Angeles, uh, plumber.com. I mean, I think those are still good um, because there's there's still plenty of plumbers. People search for Los Angeles plumber, right? Or Woodland Hills okay. plumber, right? Local service, I think, will always work on a geo. I mean, you're going to get clobbered by Yelp and Thumbtack and all all of those kinds of sites, right? Um, but you know, if you're if you're a plumber, that's a good name, right? It's a really good name to use, particularly if you build a website and do a little work on it. And if you have and if you have the ability to call a handful of plumbers and sell it, that's really where you want to test it before you buy in excessive volume, right? So, okay, all right, good to know. Um, what else do you think we should know about your sales from this past year? Um. I think everything else, they're, they're all small, a few thousand bucks a piece, um, that we're all buy it now. Um, okay. which, which is what I do with, with kind of that 2,500 to $3,500, um, range. I just, okay. I just list them and it's cheap enough for people to click and buy, you know, they're searching at night and they have an idea and they've had a glass of wine. They're, they're more likely to click click the buy it now and put in their credit card number. Okay. Plus yeah. plus. All right. And names in the 25 to 35 K range, are those mostly, you know, offers that came into you and what are those negotiations more often like? How do they progress? I'm sorry, the 2,500 or 25,000? 1,000. Like I'm looking at velvet rope and love letter. So love letter was actually a buy it now. And that was the, that was the biggest buy it now that I've ever had. Okay, where on what platform? After Nick. Okay, shout out to After Nick. Whoop, whoop. Um, and then Velvet Rope was direct. Um, Breast Check was a was an acquisition, and then everything else is um, four figures. Okay. Other than the two six figures this year. Okay. Um, and you find that the ones that are inquiries are pretty much just like your six figure inquiries where you kind of vet them in the beginning and then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've had, so last year there's, there was a bunch more uh, legal names that sold that if they weren't buy it now, they're inbound and my, my assistant handled it um, because all my names are priced. And so it'll come into her and she'll, she'll quote the price and they agree she'll she'll also upsell them I, I can see here last year she sold four names to one person um seniorinjury.com senioradvice.com abuse attorneys and abuse attorney.com wow yeah. um because uh, you know they're all the same category so she upsold the guy he sure. obviously reached, reached out about one of them and so yeah. good on her go Allie. Go Allie. Now that's a great opportunity on, um, on asking about portfolio management. How many domains do you own Braden more or less? You know, I'm, I've been trying to call the list. Um, I'm down to about 3000, maybe a little bit less. Okay. So you have 3000 domains. Yeah. They all have prices and clearly they have categories. Um, yeah. And how often do you price them? You know, I'll go through, probably not as often as I should. Um, I'll go through them maybe once a year. Okay. Um, probably not as often. It's, it's probably less than that. Okay. I'd like, I'd like to say it's once a year. It's probably, 
not quite as frequent as that. Okay. Huh. Um, yeah, and and look, my 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 buy it now prices are higher than what I would sell direct because I have to um, I have to include commissions. Sure. Okay. Huh. Um, and do you feel like you found your sweet spot at 3,000 domains? You said you were culling that list. Um, I still have a lot of legal names. Okay. Uh, so, and I'm, I'm happy to, you know, I don't buy them like I used to. I'm happy to sell through those. Um, and Why really, don't you buy them like you used to? Um, because they don't sell that fast. And they okay. don't sell for very much, typically. Okay. Typically they sell for a few thousand dollars, and I'd rather focus my energies on a three hundred thousand dollar name than a three thousand dollar name. Sure. Um, and now the ones I have are are good, and so I'm I'm keeping those, right? So I'm not I'm not dropping them. I'm just not replenishing that inventory. I'm replenishing my my one word and two word, mostly one word dot coms. But I still buy two words. Okay. So I've been wondering as we're talking here. Um, how much you've reinvested this year and last year in Domi? Okay, that's a good, good question. Um, Both volume of domains and dollars. Okay, so this year, um, not a lot this year. And, and that's, that's due to inventory. I've made a lot of offers and have not picked up. So I've spent about 200,000 this year invested, I should say. Um, because I just can't, not much, not much out there. Last year, uh, let's see, purchases, 500, 501.850. Okay. 500 um, last year, um, 2017. was 406 um so actually i guess i guess this year is pretty much on track okay but oh uh, but actually here in 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 um 2016 i spent 695 okay and are you concerned that this year you're not finding it's not sure your your sounds like your offer percentage is more of a challenge. Um, do you think that's a reflection of what's going on in the market? You know, there, there's there's just not a lot of inventory at that level that is on the market. I mean, Panda.com is on the market right now. He reached out, and they already have an offer north of five hundred thousand. Well, you know, that's end user, right? So I'm not going to buy it. Is it worth more than that? Maybe. Maybe not, right? I mean, is it a seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollar name? Possibly, but I'm not going to spend six hundred to sell it for seven or eight hundred. Um, it's tying up too much money. I'd, I'd rather buy a, a a bunch of forty or fifty or sixty thousand dollar names um, because there's more. It's more likelihood that you can turn those for you know, five to ten x. Um, but there's just not a lot of those on the market. Um, there's um. I mean, there's, there's a few I've, I've purchased this year that I think are good names. I bought coordinator.com, digitize.com, nibble.com, interlock.com, um, electrode.com at the Namejet auction in Lisbon. Uh, but there's just not a lot uh, out there. And those are, you know, they're, they're good names, but they're not, they're not monster names. It's not panda.com you know, or hero.com, which is on the market. And you bought those at prices that you feel will um, yeah. give you the same ROI percentages that you've been looking at in the past? All, all of them are in the five figures, yeah. Okay, wow, those do not sound like five figure domain names. Well, they're not when I'm done selling them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I need to buy them at investor pricing, right? And where do you find those names? Well, I know all the brokers, so the brokers let me know what they have. Um, they, they, they come up on auction, right? So whether they're at CEDA or wherever okay. um, I put in, put in bids, but you know, I get outbid. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you buy know, any domains directly? Uh, from end users, 
almost, I have, but very, very rarely. It typically comes through a broker who is okay. either representing the name or has already acquired the name or is re representing another investor. Um, that's almost always how I get my names. Interesting. Okay. And, and you know what? Frankly, that's, that's fine because if I spent the time, if I had the time and I can go out there and go fishing all the time, looking for these names, reaching out to all the end users, I could pick up some names and save some money. However, if a, I know that the broker is making 10 or 15% on that transaction, and frankly, I would rather, let's say it's a name I could have gotten it for 30 grand, but now it's with a broker and now I got to spend 33,000 or 34,000. Well, listen, if I'm going to, if I'm going to sell it for 350,000, what difference does it make? Yeah. Right. And we save all that time. Yeah. The difference is your, your time investment. Right. And that's right. really valuable. So I know I'm paying a little bit more, but that's fine. It's also part of the ecosystem, right? So yeah. you, you got to the brokers need to eat too. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have always been, um, as long as, you know, almost 15 years now that I've been in this industry, you have always been a fabulous uh, contributor to the ecosystem. And I think that this show today really is just a reflection of that really, really insightful for people who don't know what's going on or don't know a bigger picture or a whole portfolio that's been put together over a year or sold over a year. Um, really, really interesting stats, great numbers. I do want to ask you next time about um, retiring a domain, but uh, not today. Okay. Um, any Anytime. final thoughts before we head out? No, I think, I think it's helpful for, for people to see a, a deep dive on a portfolio because when you hear about these one-off sales, you don't really know what went into that. Was there a lot of outbound? They spent hours and hours outbounding. How much did they spend? You, you see like Mike Mann's portfolio and people are thrilled when they hear about his, you know, $100,000 a month sales or his, his uh, you know, whatever, you know, $20,000 a day, whatever numbers he's doing. And the guy's got 350,000 names, right? So mm -hmm. just do that math, right? He's got $3 million just in reg fees, roughly. Right, not to mention staff and programmers and everything, right? So he's doing a lot of top line. I don't know how much bottom line he's doing. And, and I'm not trying to take anything from him. He's, he's been in this business a long, long time and he knows what he's doing. But you have to consider how many names people have, what goes into it. So if you see people selling every day like Mike Mann, it's because they have 350,000 names. Of course they're going to sell every day. I get inquiries every day. You don't have sales every day, but most of those inquiries are meaningless, right? Yeah, it's a lifestyle and and the business strategy, I think, and the way that you that each individual combines them for themselves. Um, and I mean, you just you do it beautifully, Brady. I mean, look at look at Uniregistry is another example. What, what did they do? Fifty million or something like that in sales last year. How many brokers do they have? 65 63 something like that right so it's a lot of mouths to feed and yeah. those were brokered names i mean some of those obviously are frank's names so i don't know what the net is on that because you don't get to do a deep dive right bruce right? should get on here and talk about his millions of dollars in sales he's told me i'm obviously not going to share it but you know it's a very small distributed staff and he does millions in sales, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that his margin is way better than, than Mike Mann and, and, and Frank because of the overhead. Yeah, overhead can make a huge, huge difference. And I think the time that you got into domaining makes a big difference. And that is, to me, the most valuable part of this deep dive, Braden, that most of these names you've acquired and sold within a two year window to yep. know, in fact, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, when I tick the different boxes for where I'm listing this within the Domain Sherpa website, I'm gonna include profitable flip because you just covered like 20 profitable flips, domains that you bought and flipped within 24 months or way, way less. And that I think is important. People, new to this industry, it's easy to assume all the good domains are taken. 
and you do have a unique skill set um, and so many years of experience, but the way that you're approaching it, anybody could really do that if they... It's not too late to get in. Talked about it, educated themselves. You know, um, I regularly get emails from people who are like, when I started domaining, I just went through pages and pages of domain Sherpa videos, one after the other, after yeah. the other, you know, and obviously, you know, DN Academy is amazing. And there are, there are resources out there, but I don't see why someone else couldn't do the exact same thing that you did um, today, right? There's no, there's no reason. As long as you have access to capital, that's yeah. it. Because it's, it's capital intensive, right? Particularly with the bigger names. Yeah. So, so you know, how many $50,000 names can you purchase and wait? Yeah. Right? So that's not, that's not for everybody, which is why a lot of people buy the $500 names and, and wait. And they'll buy, you know, 10 of those and hold on to them. Um, so it really depends on um, how, much, how much capital you have or have access to. And then, and how much patience you have. <laughs> good call. Good call. Yeah. Well, um, thank you. You know, for investing 15 minutes a day in domaining and you give an hour to domain Sherpa, I would say at least once a quarter, that's a big deal. Um, thank you. An extra thank you. Um, what, what a statement that is um, about you and. For you, Tess. <laughs> oh, Braden, you are just a, a, a special kind of person, you know, anyway. <laughs> yeah, or a special kind of person. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, thanks. Thanks for always coming on. You're a sport. My pleasure. All right. See y'all next time. Bye-bye.